Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 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 You want uh, Polushka? No. <laughs> okay, we're reading from Shri Krishna Lila Stava of Srila Sanatanga Swami and <coughs> Um, this is verse 51, and it's um, in a section which is uh, offering obeisances based on Canto 10, Chapter 3. Chapter 3 is uh, Birth of Lord Krishna, I think. So, here we go. Vasudevas to Tam Sakshat Vasudevas to Tam Sakshat Vasudevas to Tam Sakshat Adrishat ma Pradarshakam Adrishat ma Pradarshakam Sat pravishta pravishtam tvang Sat pravishta pravishtam tvang Vande karana karanam Vande karana karanam Vasudevas to Tan Sakshat Vasudevas to Tan Sakshat Abrishatma Pradarshakam Abrishatma Pradarshakam Satravishta Pravishtam Tvam Satravishta Pravishtam Tvam Vande Karana Karanam Vande Karana Karanam Vasudevasutam Sakshat Vasudevastutam Sakshat Vasudevastutam 
Okay, so um, we are a little bit looking at the grammar of these verses. And uh, this verse is a kind of exception to the general rule that Sanatana Goswami is addressing Krishna with the vocative case. Oh, Krishna, oh. Uh, for example, in the previous verse, there was Divya Rupa Pradarshaka. Oh, you who are uh, showing, who show, uh, who reveal your transcendental form. Most of the book, most, uh, almost all of it, is in that form of directly addressing. Uh, this verse is an exception to that. Uh, and why is it an exception? Well, uh, he wants to use uh, the verb vande. Uh, and I'm not sure what the root of this verb is, but this is the first person singular. I, uh, I bow. I offer respect. Actually, yeah, he says I offer respects. I. Uh, it's not namaha, which is bending, but vandanam. Uh, so it seems to also involve uh, the the voice. So I, I respect, I offer respects. Um, who is the question? Well, you can, you can analyze uh, verses very often just by seeing what, what would be the reasonable question to ask. Uh, so I offer respect. Oh, yes, but to who? To Vasudeva's tutam, to he who has been or is praised, stuta. How is he praised? You can again ask. Or by whom is he praised? Uh, So he says, I praise. Who do you praise? Vasudeva's tutam. Uh, the the one who is praised by who Vasudeva. Um, okay, and Stuta is uh, what's called a past passive participle. Stuta. Um, <clears throat> Which means it's it's something which is accomplished. It's done. It is uh, the praising is is done. <laughs> Stuta. Um, 
again, I'm not sure what the what the root would be or the the um, stem form. Yeah. Stutam coming from Sthapanam? From no. Sthana? Uh, I don't think so because that's um, as we would translate it, S T H. And uh, Ta, this aspirated Ta, is it's a different letter <laughs> from unaspirated. It's like, um, yeah, short and long uh, vowels, they're just different letters. They're not the same. They're close to being the same, and they can have some relation to each other, but um, in this case, I don't think so. Stukta. Um, so, past passive participle, praised. And uh, it's a samasa, right? What's a samasa? Vasudeva stutam. What means samasa? Compound, yes. And because it's a compound, uh, the first element, the first word in the compound, uh, does not have any grammatical ending. It's just Vasudeva. So it could be all sorts of possibilities are there. If we were to separate Vasudeva and Stutam, and then we could understand the relation between the two. But because they're combined, um, we have to guess. But we can make reasonable guesses. <laughs> and uh, because it's Vasudeva's Dutam, well, um, it seems like it's a relation of, it, it could be an ablative relation, um, which means Vasudeva hat from Vasudeva. Um, I'm not sure that, I think it could also be that would be if it's this particular kind of uh, compound called the Tatpurusha compound. But it might be that we could take it as a karma dharaya, which means the first element is just an adjective. Vasudevas um, tutam. Uh, yeah, that might be the simplest. Otherwise, it could also be genitive, so you'd have vasudevasya stutam. So this is one of the things that commentaries will typically do, uh, is they'll explain the, com the compounds. They'll unpack them so that one can understand more easily. And typically, they will... Um, well, typically, often they will 
say, well, you could take it this way, but you could also take it that way. <laughs> uh, it's ambiguous. Why? Because it's a compound, and we don't we don't know definitely uh, what the grammatical ending of the first element is. But we uh, we 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 know what it means. Vasudeva's tutum. Uh, I offer. Uh, respects to that one who is praised by Vasudeva. Vasudeva. Uh, and of course, that kind of points back to the Bhagavatam, and we find prayers in this chapter where uh, Vasudeva is offering prayers to Krishna after he appears. Sakshat Adrishyatma Pradarshakam. Okay, now it's getting, uh, the plot is thickening. <laughs> Why? Because we have um, another samasa, which has not two elements, um, but actually four elements. Sakshat, Adrishya, Atma, and Pradarshakam. So, any ideas what pradarshakam could mean? We had, uh, yesterday we had, actually we had the same pradarshaka, uh, but in the vocative here we have it in as a, as an object, accusative. Darshan. Connected with darshan. Darshan. Yeah, something connected with darshan. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, what is this? Uh, what is this suffix ka at the end? Uh, how does that function? What does it do? You remember? It indicates a it indicates a doer, <laughs> a doer, a maker, someone who does something. Uh, in this case, doing what? Um, doing darshan or making darshan or we might say in English um, giving darshan uh, and then the the prefix pra what does that do generally we we mentioned this yesterday but other times Pragya Pramuna. What's some examples? I can't think of examples. Um, it's it strengthens. It it gives it more, more force. Uh, it. I don't know. It suggests. Thoroughness, perhaps, or complete, yeah. 
definiteness, maybe. So definitely, uh, definitely giving darshan, <laughs> pradarshaka. Okay, so uh, we have we have a pradarshakam, um, someone who gives uh, pradarshaka of what or of whom. Well, then we have the next element is Atma. And this is combined um, because of Sandhi with Adrishya. And this is the simple, simplest rule of, uh, of Sandhi, combining uh, words, endings and beginnings of words so that it's easier to pronounce. In this case, a short and um, in this case, a short uh and a long ah uh, are combined to make long ah. It can be one of four options: short, 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 long, uh, long, short, or long, long, and they always equal long. This is for yeah. This is for all the vowels. I think. So, Adrishyatma, so it's going to be Atma. Um, Atma, Atma means lots of things, <laughs> according to Lord Chaitanya in Chaitanya Charitamrita um, or Krishna Das Kaviraj in his. Uh, Chapter 24, Madhya Lila gives analysis of the um, uh, Atma Rama verse, as it's called. Atma Rama Chamunayo. So then there's a list of meanings of Atma. Um, can mean the body, it can mean the mind, it can mean, of course, uh, the self, the spirit, the spiritual being and uh, some others. Okay, let's, um, let's take a guess. Here, uh, Gopi Paranadana Prabhu translates as your personal form. And uh, we have to look, but form may be one meaning of Atma. Okay, so we have we're halfway through <laughs> the the, uh, the samhasa. Then we have uh, adrishya. Any ideas? We have darsha and drishya, adrishya. Any ideas about that? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> well, it would have something probably to do with uh, with seeing and or showing, right? Because it's uh, drish. It's this this um, 
I guess it's the verbal rudrish. You have to look. Mm. Drish has this form pashat, like pashati, pashanti, pashasi. Anyway, and this ya uh, ending indicates um, that it's what's called a gerundive in English, which means uh, can have the sense to be to be seen in this case, so a kind of potentiality. Um, seeable, <laughs> you could say, Trisha, seeable, visible, just visible. But then comes the prefix a, uh, so what's that going to do? Opposite, negative. It ne- it negates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the prefix "a" uh, doesn't always completely neg- negate. Um, it can mean a reduction, but generally, it's a, a negation. So, adrisha, uh, not seeable, not visible. Here he translates not visible. And sakshat, sakshat hari tvena samhasta shastraya, uktastata bhavyate, bhavyate eva shati, sakshat, sakshat hari, which then becomes sakshat hari. <laughs> Any ideas? Something with six? With six? Hmm. <laughs> no. I don't think so. <laughs> Actually, it's an interesting word because it comes to mean direct, directly, and... Um, it's actually composed of uh, the prefix sa and aksha. And aksha means eyes. Eye, it can also, I think it can also mean generally senses. So kind of sa with aksha, with the eye. And then it's a kind of gives a kind of ablative uh, ending, at. Um, so because it is seen with the... Um, ablatives are often um, um, giving a reason, giving explanation of something, why something is the case. So sa-akshat, uh, because of being with perception, with uh, yeah, with sight, so then it comes to mean direct. It's like direct perception. So sakshat adrishya. What could that mean? If adrishya means not visible, and sakshat means 
direct or directly, then difficult to see directly. Uh, yeah, difficult. Well, okay, in a sense, yes, difficult because difficult to see because why directly. Adrishya, not directly visible, right? So, uh, okay, so then we have, <laughs> what do we have? Saksha, Adrishya, Atma, Pradarshakam. Uh, that person who shows, uh, he says, the personal form, of, and here I would uh, give the ending of Adrishya as uh, possessive genitive, of one who is not directly visible. Let's see how he translates. Okay, he says, uh, though your personal form, Atma, is not readily visible, Sakshat Adrishya. You sometimes, <laughs> he adds, sometimes choose to reveal yourself. Uh, so that's, you know, he's, he's giving some purport within his translation, but it's nice. Uh, and... Um, I don't know if he uses, uh, I don't know if there's commentary to this book, but uh, maybe he's using. Okay. Sat pravishta apravishtam. Okay, so pravishta apravishtam. Uh, that's going to be a samasa. Do you remember there's a particular type of samasa. Do you remember? Madai? Starts with a D. Yes, dvanva. A dvanva is, uh, you can translate it as X plus Y. Or it can have more elements, so it can be x plus y plus c, can have any number of elements, but it's just adding this and this. So, pravishta and apravishta. So, it's kind of, it's the simplest form of samasa. And pravishta, any ideas what that means? Vishnu, 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 
there's uh um, let me see if I can remember um, yata mahanti bhutani bhuteshut chavajeshvanu pravishtanya pravishtani tatateshu nateshvaham and that's the f- third of the four uh, essential verses of the Bhagavatam which are found in Canto 2. Do you know where? In Canto 2. Chapter 9. Verses 30, 33, 4, 5, and 6, I think. Anyway. Pravishta, what does pravishta mean? Uh, he translates here as, oops, as who, <clears throat> who have entered. Entered. Um, Vishnu is the one who enters the world. And it has this ta ending, so it's actually also a past passive participle, entered. It's an accomplished, it's been done. Um, Vishta, and it's pravishta, so really entered. (laughs) Definitely entered. But it's not pravishta, it's apravishta. It could be apravishta, long A, in which case it would be even more emphasis, like super entered. But it's more probable that it's apravishta. And so we have opposite, right? Entered, not entered. So pravishta, apravishta, Um, could mean what? Pravishta, pravishta. The one who has... The one who has entered and not entered. And then the question would be, what would the question to that be? What would be a, a... a natural question to ask. How? Okay, you could ask how, or you could ask what else could you ask? How about what? What have you entered? (laughs) Or where? Right. So then we have sat. And sat, of course, can mean all sorts of things. Um, But uh, broadly speaking, what could it mean? Hmm, okay. What else? 
could mean something uh, that which exists as opposed to non-existent, asat. Uh, and, and so um, here he takes it in an interesting way. He says in the word for word, sat, your real creation. So the creation which is real. Again, he's kind of adding some purport because it's not so explicit in the Sanskrit. Um, and so he translates the whole compound as uh, your creation, which is real, you have entered and yet not entered. Hmm. Okay, then Twam, what means Twam? To you. Hmm? To you. Um, yes, very good. It is the object, so it's to you. Um, and therefore we have in the last line, Vande, Vande Twam. Sat pradishta pradishta tvam vande karana karanam. That's easy. <laughs> Ishvara parama krishna sachit ananda vikraha anadiradir govinda sarva karana karanam. Source of all sources. Um, okay, or a cause of all causes, yeah. So, in this case, if we were to separate uh, karana and karanam, then uh, one could ask what would the grammatical ending of the first karana be? And uh, if we say it, like this in English, we say the cause of all causes, cause of causes. Um, then then we have a genitive, karanasya. The cause, the karanam, of a cause, karanasya. Um, but then the plural, the plural genitive of, what would it be? Um, I have to think. <laughs> karane, 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 karanavyam. I think, karanavyam. Krishna, 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 Yam, Krishna, 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 Yam, Krishna, 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 
Okay. So we have uh, Gopi Paranadana Prabhu's translation of the whole verse. I offer my respects to you, Tvam, who received the prayers of Vasudeva. Vasudeva's Tutam. Though your personal form is not readily visible, Sakshat Adrishya Atma, you sometimes choose to reveal yourself, Pradarshakam. Your creation, Sat Pravisht, sorry, your creation, which is real, Sat, you have entered and yet not entered. Pravishta, pravishtam. You are the cause of all causes. And then we have a short commentary. This verse and the next summarize Vasudeva's prayers to newborn Krishna. Forgetting that Krishna was his son, Vasudeva glorified him as the Supreme Lord. Ordinary eyes cannot see the Supreme Person, but the eyes of those who have ecstatic love for him can see him everywhere. And even to the ignorant, he shows himself in the form of his material creation. This creation, produced by his prakriti, is real, and he personally enters it as the witnessing supersoul, although he actually has no contact with the material world. The common me- meaning of the word a pravishta is not entered. But, oh, this is interesting, but the prefix a can sometimes be read as similar to. In that case, a pravishta would mean appearing to have entered. Hmm. Whatever or whoever might be considered the cause of creation, Krishna was present before all. Thus, he alone is the original cause. Yeah, so there's an example of another meaning of the prefix, short a. So it appears to have entered. Apravishta. Pravishta, apravishta. He enters or he appears to enter. And there we have it. Shri Krishna Lila Stava Ki Jai Srila Sanatana Goswami Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Gaur Pranandhe